0: This episode was actually brought to you by LuxMarket.com. What's going on, everybody? It's your co-host here, Kenny Buller, on the Second Floor Podcast. This is where we talk about how to survive, how to thrive, and keep the good vibes going in life and business. Today, I bring to you Alexandre Molinero, one of the youngest rising jiu-jitsu stars under the Carlson Gracie lineage. Alexandre is younger than me, and he's a jiu-jitsu black belt who's had over several competitions in the past couple years, as well as he's dedicating his entire life now to just jiu-jitsu. This is a man who really takes ownership and takes the initiative in realizing that if you wanna get good at something, you need to put all of your energy into that one thing to become good at it. Alishandri on the episode shares how he got into jiu-jitsu, why he loves it so much, And for those who are jiu-jitsu athletes themselves, Alixandre talks about um, the preparation along with the mindset you need to have win or lose to be able to keep competing in jiu-jitsu and to become better at the sport. Really excited to actually tape this episode inside Frontline Academy, where I myself train on a day-to-day basis. For those of you who are in Edmonton, Alberta, and you wish to train jiu-jitsu and to learn from the greats and to be someone as good as Alexandre one day, I highly recommend you check out a free class inside Frontline Academy at Sherwood Park. Without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome everybody back to the Second Floor Podcast. I'm super excited for this episode, mainly because I'm in my second home here at Frontline Academy with the one and only Alexandre Molinero. Alexandre is going to be talking to us today about what we normally talk about, how to survive, how to thrive, and keep the good vibes going in life, and Jiu-Jitsu. So today I'm super excited to bring on board Alexandre who is ranked number 11 on the IBJJF records. For those of you who don't know, IBJJF stands for International Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Federation and it is the highest elite level in which people from around the world can compete in. And fun fact about Alexandre is he's been in Jiu Jitsu for longer than 10 years now. Mm -hmm. He received his Jiu Jitsu black belt at the age of 21 years old. Right around the time he was about Purple Belt, he realized that this is something he wants to do for the rest of his life. And I'm super excited to bring him on board. So welcome, my friend. Thanks for having me, bro. No problem. (laughs) So why don't we start off, Alexandre? Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into Jiu Jitsu in the first place?
1: Okay, yeah. So, man, I was an active kid, even though I was never really in good shape when I was growing up. I tried swimming, I tried soccer, and I would always participate in sports in school. And I already knew a little bit about martial arts because I did try Judo a lot of times, Yeah, but due to like my physical um, shape in the time, like I was kind of chubby and lazy, I didn't like the fact that I would have to fall and get back up a lot in Judo, and then like doing some research and watching some stuff online with my grandma, we found out about Jiu Jitsu and there was a club where my uncle used to train Judo back in the day, mm-hmm. so we came to check it out and after I did my first class, man it was Love at first sight, and never yeah. stopped since that first day. Absolutely, Together. that's amazing.
0: Do you find that it came from a level of uh, like wanting to to gain confidence as well? Like, how much more was it on the physical end and mm-hmm. the mental? What was that balance? It was
1: both. On? It was both because I grew up as a, a teenager, man. Like being fat, you know, like makes you not feel sure about yourself. And I always had that a lot. Like I wasn't very sure of myself, you know, mm-hmm. not very confident, um, very very shy. That's the way I still am sometimes, but. With Jiu Jitsu, like, it not only helped me get in shape and feel better, but I started feeling more comfortable myself, standing for myself, you know? being able to do something that I start really feeling good at. Not from the beginning, but I realized I could be really good if I put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. Since the beginning, I, was, I felt in love by the fact that it doesn't matter your size, your age, or nothing, you can always adapt Jiu to how you want to do it. Definitely. So I really enjoy that about him. and Yeah, absolutely. You know. I find like personally for me when I started Jiu Jitsu to relate to
0: that, it it, it was, it really helped with the ego. Oh,
1: a yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. you almost
0: feel like you go into it and you feel like you could be on top of the world and you exactly, want to find martial yeah. art, but then you get creamed so many times so much, that yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could get submitted by a guy who's like 30, 50 pounds even mm-hmm. lighter than you are. Yeah. right? And uh, I want to know, you know, with your experience, what could you share for certain individuals who are in Jiu Jitsu? They know and understand they need a level of patience for it, but then they find that they're getting uh, more losses losses than wins, and they start to become discouraged by that. And it's almost like they could be a white belt, a blue belt, a purple belt, or maybe they're just younger, mm-hmm. and they start to realize that, okay, maybe they want to try something else to feel more like a winner. What would you tell that individual to, to, to you know, keep going and know that not to give up?
1: Like, Jiu-Jitsu a, is a, more than just a sport. It's really a lifestyle, you know? like. When you make it your whole life and you try to, like at least for me, like I started my journey towards Jujitsu so I could get better at it. It becomes your whole life, man. Like of course, winning and losing, is in- winning is important. You want to do that. You're gonna tr- train hard in order to win. But the process is a lot more important. I found, you know, like everything that you live during the time you're training, like the people you meet. The places you go when you're competing even if it's only around you man yeah. you're gonna see stuff that you wouldn't usually see and you're gonna put yourself out of your comfort zone so you just gotta keep trying man really that's the only secret you know it doesn't matter how much you won doesn't mean you're gonna win forever it doesn't mean it doesn't matter how much you lost doesn't mean you're gonna lose forever you Definitely. know like even if you lost your whole life it doesn't mean doesn't mean that when you get further on to like a black belt or a higher level that you won't like just snap and start doing better yeah. if you don't stop, you know, it's guaranteed that if you don't keep going, you're not gonna get anywhere but, yeah. if you keep going, man that's, that's really the, the best advice like, not give up, you know, train as far yeah. as you can mm-hmm. put as much time into it not just on the mats, but like getting your mind sharp, getting totally. your body stronger, you know, and yeah. just keep trying, man, keep trying yeah. Jiu Jitsu like, if you think about it, it's like the losses and the wins are forgotten very quick you know, like there's so many tournaments that you can do all the time. So many matches. Yeah, so yeah. many tournaments, like you go to a tournament, you do three, four, five, six fights, you know? That it doesn't matter, man. Like my first teacher used to say that the, victor, the victory or the defeat after conquered, it's worthless. Because you just move on and just keep yeah. going. You're not going to be living in that moment forever. Of course, oh when a big tournament will be marked and you'll be proud of that. But it's over, you know, you keep Definitely. going, so is the loss, like, you lost, it's okay, like, yeah. all you can do is train more and keep going. Definitely. You know? and it's fun, man, it's fun, like, like how much of a better person you become yeah. trying to achieve what you set out to do in exactly. jiu like, makes you a better person in life, more calm, better, like, more fit, yeah. like, everything, man. more confident yeah. of yourself, like, you know, that if you can train so hard and achieve this stuff, like, life becomes not easier but at least you face it in a better way because yeah. you're used to like facing problems everyday while training and in competitions such a stressful situation that when you get put in the stressful situation completely outside of jutsu in traffic or in school or yeah. home relationships whatever you can kind of relate to that and keep cool and Definitely. do the best you can man that's really yeah. all we can do as humans man They'll face stuff the best we can yeah. and do the best with what we have at that moment no totally it's so true right? Break
0: things down. Let's say in a problem-solving scenario, yeah. mm-hmm. where I, I imagine it like start to finish of a technique in Jitsu mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you know that if you're going to start doing a lot of complex moves to ultimately submit the guy or sweep the guy mm-hmm. or end up on top, there's like, if you break it down, six to eight to ten micro steps you need to do to get there. Yeah. And I find the same way. Like I like I like how you talked about how like in everyday life, whether you're stressed out or you're stuck in traffic, you realize that okay, well. If you keep thinking in that moment of how bad it is then it only gets worse. Yeah, yeah, it's only gonna yeah, it's gonna keep yeah. getting worse. Just like when you're on some of the yeah, mountains. Exactly.
1: You, right? Yeah. And if you
0: just keep stressing over it and then they already beat you up here. Yeah. Which yeah. means it's gonna be that much easier
1: to beat exactly. the body, right? And like we don't need to believe in we don't like and something even that I learned a little not outside of jiu jitsu, but like as I'm trying to apply that in my life is that we don't need to relate to every thought we have. And that's in life and in jiu jitsu, like like sometimes we have really bad thoughts, like we thoughts, jealous thoughts, angry thoughts. And we not if we start relating and believing in everything that we think yeah. then that becomes like a feeling and you it actually becomes true. The same thing happens in jujitsu, like if I'm competing and I'm having a hard time, which it's often that happens because everyone is very good. If you start believing on that bad thought that oh the guy's stronger than me or the guy's faster than me, he's less tired than I am and you believe on that you're gonna start feeling more tired than him, you're gonna start feeling weaker, you're gonna just go down and down from there and it only gets worse because the guy can capitalize on that and he's strong minded in a match, he'll be able to like grow even stronger as he keeps going, you know, so trying to like react to stuff in the most positive way both in Jiu Jitsu and in life, man, that's like Jiu Jitsu and life walk together a lot at least for me, like my whole life, so I try to face it all. Definitely. Name. When was a
0: moment you can uh, mention to, to our audience, even just for someone who's listening to this, mm-hmm. where they love jujitsu so much that they're good enough to feel like they can make a career out of it, mm-hmm. and then they see you know BJJ heroes like yourself who, who made that leap, mm-hmm. and what is it you feel like one must do, and, and maybe some of the sacrifices that maybe you made in order to do so? And, and maybe we could start that conversation with sacrifice, because I understand it's not like you start your career in Jiu Jitsu and you, you win the lottery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, it's a very slow climb and you quickly mm-hmm. are doing it for the love of the sport. Exactly. But uh, what do you think one would have to do first to, to shape it into a full-time career?
1: So, man, like I said before, if you start like to really make Jiu Jitsu your priority, you're going to start taking all your decisions based on that. Yeah. You know? So, I'm not going to tell anyone to quit school or anything, yeah. but the more you focus on it the more you're literally on the mat the more you can compete really if you want to be a competitor the more you watch it the more you search for a different kinds of knowledge with different people and you were an athlete in at the end of the day so you got to make sacrifices like you can't go out partying all the time you got to take care of yourself you got to rest you know that kind of stuff like sometimes sacrificing a little bit of your social life Towards that, like there's so many weekends where you're gonna be competing. That if you are missing having a social life mm-hmm. to the point where you stop wanting to be at tournaments, then it's not the right thought process. You know, Definitely. like jujitsu, like it's such a hard sport, and it, the level keeps rising so much that if it's not the number one thing in your life, if you want to really be a professional at it, it will be really hard because yeah. there's so many people who do nothing besides that. They're just training any good rest so they can train the next day. Yeah. You know they're not trying to balance them. both. not it's not like you don't have can't have friends or anything yeah, like yeah. that. You know, like you know, <laughs> have to talk to. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But man, especially in the beginning, if you can really like when you start, when you have that first, like when the bug bites you and you're just like can only think about jujitsu. That's and that usually happens like in the earlier career, like a blue belt, white belt, blue bell, even purple that you haven't done Jiu-Jitsu for that long, so mm-hmm. everything is so new to you. That's when you really have to ride that wave, man, I would say. Like, Definitely. just let it go, like, do as much as you can, and keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going. Because further on, like, to get your black belt, Jiu-Jitsu is not a sport where you're gonna make tons of money just by being a competitor. Yeah. Like, a so, like, few people are able to make a living just out of competing, but the majority of people have to teach, myself included, yeah. you know, like, it's the, the job part. So. It takes time as well, it takes energy, so when you don't have to do that well yet, because probably you don't have the opportunity to teach while you're a Bluebell, just try to seek as much knowledge as possible. Yeah. And trying to learn as well how to share past jiu one, even if you're not teaching right then, mm-hmm. being able to help people who maybe know less than you or just know right about the same as you but have similar goals will help you in the future as jiu jitsu start become starts becoming a profession's because you'll be like you'll be used to speaking jiu- speak jiu jitsu for yeah. such a long time because you will be helping your friends since you started. Yeah, you're forcing
0: you know? yourself to think about all the yeah, detail. And behind you it, improve
1: right? man, you improve because you see someone else doing it that something sometimes you guys are the same belt level, but I do something that you don't know. Just like you might do something yeah. that I don't know. You know, like me Teaching what I do and having you do it, maybe right or wrong or just your way, will show me a different angle and it will make me learn. Definitely. You know, and trying to share with your training partners like your best game. Like if I make my part, training partners become really good in defending all my best positions, it's gonna force me to improve. You know, and it's gonna improve your team as a whole, which is great. Yeah. So like, of course, being in a good environment and being in a good gym that everyone's just. Um, focus on having everyone improve will help a lot. Like yep. It's all about feeling good on the environment you are, like with people that, of course, train hard, but mainly just want the best out of you, because then everyone improves together, you know, but that would be my advice, man. Just make the best, the most, the most you can. Yeah. Like, train the most, the more you can. Like, you've got to rest as well, but train as much as you can, work out as much as you can, eat the clean you can, totally. and compete yeah. the much as you can. If it's competition we're talking about, compete the most you can man. Once yeah. you get your black belt, like you're gonna start from scratch, but you're gonna have so much experience. You're gonna see so many holes in your game, like that maybe in a gym you don't they're not exposed. Like you're used to your training partner. So even if even though they know like your game, you might already know how to counter their counters. While when you go to a tournament there's so many more factors like yeah. nervous, you know, like there's people watching, even though like not all of them are watching you just the fact there's people there it makes you more nervous. There's a referee, there's points, there's a certain mm-hmm. amount of time that you have to perform yeah. at. So,
0: all these adrenaline
1: points. comes in. So, in a guy you've never seen before, you have no idea what he's going to do. Of course, like as you compete more, you start to know your opponents. Like You're going to compete with guys from maybe blue belt all the way to black belt. It's normal. It happens Definitely. all the time. It happens to me, it happens to a lot of people. And then you know what they're going to do as well, just like they know what you're going to do. But you get exposed just like in a bad way. Like maybe I'm doing something wrong, I didn't realize, and then I went to a chairman and it happened. And you realize you do stuff better than you thought. Like some stuff you don't even do it at the gym that much, or you don't do it at the gym that well in your head. You go to the chairman and it works perfect. Definitely. That, at least for me, yeah. sacrifice you have to make. It's
0: neat because you, you pick apart on a lot of, uh, let's say, concepts about following a very holistic approach, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether you're somebody who is just doing jujitsu for the sake of competing in it, mm-hmm. or you're somebody who ultimately wants to live, uh, you know, this lifestyle of doing jujitsu full time, mm-hmm. it seems to me like a lot of it's still the same, yeah, where yeah. you're not only going to be competing often, mm-hmm. you're also going to be teaching it back onto others. Mm-hmm. I love how you made that a point where yeah. it's like, if you have the chance to, you know, show somebody at the same level or someone below you, yeah. uh, you know, some things that work really well for you, mm-hmm. then it's a matter of, uh, you know, having that other person reciprocating it, learning from them as well, right? And then you talked about, you know, having the right team in place and having the right team members and Mm -hmm. what you're doing outside of the gym as well, right? Eating clean, getting the rest. So it seems to me like it's not just about competing. There's so much more to it, right? And I want to know uh, just from your end uh, about, let's say a lot of people, and and I myself had this happen to me, I felt like I reached a, a plateau. Uh, in a moment where I just received my purple belt mm-hmm. and I was competing uh, locally yeah. uh, as often as I could. I reached three tournaments and I got creamed by every guy in this gym, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so that was kind of my backstory where I was like, okay, well, I lost three times in a row. Uh, I was heavily considering switching gyms. And I want to know maybe your mindset behind that and whether whether or not you think what I did was, uh, you know, smart, obviously because, it's, you mm-hmm. know, it's was representing Gracie, <laughs> <Carlson laughs> but another reason for anyone else who feels like, they're plateauing and they need to switch gyms. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like that was because of, you know, I, I feel like I needed to have a little bit more like coaching time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I needed to be challenged more by by those who are competing often, mm-hmm. right? And uh, no disrespect to my team previous. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they brought me so far in, but now to the point, I feel like I need to explore other options. Mm-hmm. So, what would you? What sort of advice would you give somebody who who's in that same place where maybe they're losing consecutively so many times? and now again, they feel discouraged. And as much as they're following your advice, where it's like, okay, they're trying to learn from their wins and losses, they feel like they're no longer growing in the sport. So what would be like an indication for someone to switch Mm -hmm. gyms in your opinion? And if maybe that's happened in your experience.
1: Like, I believe that it's not something, it depends a lot on your case where you are at, like local, like geographically what city you're at, that you have more access to more stuff or less. I believe that you don't necessarily need it, but every case is a case you know like even like switch or not switching i would say the same thing just keep doing the most you can like keep training because like sometimes you're in a place where it's good but you're just in like in a cycle like and you're in a point where it's not working you know like everything's going bad and everyone goes through that from the highest to the lowest level everyone feels sometimes like they're in the top of the world, they can do everything, they can beat everyone. or you think will make you better, like they have more people thinking the same way as you, then you should go for it. Like the less time you wait waste the better. But something like a, something that I would tell people like who are trying to for a new gym is not just look at the competitors and like the achievements they have, but the environment. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter if they have a million world champions, if you don't feel good while you're there, you won't come back. You won't improve, you know? That's important. Like people train hard, people compete and they will raise your level. So they're not like that. I mean I don't have that much experience but maybe because it's a Brazilian sport that everyone talks before. Like you make friends for life. Like nowadays I have very few friends are not from jiu-jitsu like some people yeah. that I have back from school or something like that it's like all
0: your friends become
1: pretty much pretty those much who the understand exactly you better than anyone like else who's doing it's it a hard time for I have a hard time having a conversation like I can talk about anything <laughs> yeah. but you know eventually you come back to jiu-jitsu yeah, because it's back. my whole life you totally. know, like everything I do everything I think every step everywhere I go it's thinking about jiu-jitsu whether my yeah. career or my teachings or stuff related to jiu-jitsu totally so like Look for a good gym. Like if you don't feel like you're comfortable where you were at, but see how it feels being there. You don't have to go, give it a try in a day and sign up in the first day. Go see how it feels. Speak to the coach. Speak to the people. Get to know them, outside of just their competitor aspect. Definitely. And then take your decision up based on that. That would yep. be my 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 opinion. Yep. You know, not just looking at the medals on the wall. Yeah. You know, because you can reach a really good level being in a gym where there's not all competitors also yeah i do believe on that a lot like it's all about how you train and how much you compete as well like yeah. maybe if the people in your gym don't compete that much but they're technical they're good you can still improve there it's just a matter of you're gonna you're not gonna have that many like physical tough roles when you're training but you can use it in another way like at least you know you won't get hurt i'm not like it's not right like it depends a lot on where you are like it's not totally. something for sure that i'm saying it depends from you in the gym yeah. but like to give and take sometimes like the gym's a little more easy like there's not that many competitors you can train without getting hurt that much i'm not saying when there are a lot of competitors you will get hurt Yeah. but sometimes it can happen you know like you're going harder the chances are bigger yeah and you so do no want one to taper it yeah, down you uh, want train exactly, hard, like, Maybe train right? it's where it doesn't um, doesn't require a lot of you all the time in training then you need to be exposing yourself to tournaments you know, and yeah. like when you train in the gym where it's very tough of course if you can still compete as much as possible who, who will be better mm-hmm. but then you're being exposed to as re- almost as realistic as it gets because exactly. training is tough yeah. of course like it doesn't matter how tough people are trained it's not the same because it's not just about the, about the guy being tough it's about the whole experience of being in tournaments tournament it's different than being in the closed room Definitely. But that's the thing, like, be respectful to who helped you to yeah. the point you reached, that's you know, because the, the beginning is one, probably the most important, you know, like being taught the right things in the beginning is yeah. really important. It's and all like, the fundamentals, yeah, like, you and, get to walk, and to crawl, exactly, to jog, like, m- moving your body the right way, making you understand how Jiu Jitsu works, allows you to learn a lot, like, sure, well-taught how the body works, like, how Jiu Jitsu works, the concepts of it, then everything else will come more easily like you understand the concept just even by looking at stuff. Yeah. I think my professors and awesome. they taught me jujitsu so well, both like in a very fundamental way for me to understand and also like in a competitive competitive um aspect of, of jiu jitsu as well. I was very motivated to compete. It was just like life happens, you know. Yeah, Sometimes totally. like you don't know, feel like that happened to me previously when I was before I even moved to the States, like I trained at Grace Humaita with my professors, Vinicius Laita and Sergio Lorenzo. And Vinicius was the first who really taught me how to hip-scape, how to fall, how to escape mouth. And Sergio was another black belt from the same school who motivated me to compete, you wow. know, like, to really have that burning desire, that fire inside you of me. You got a different angle. Too. Yeah, of, like literally trying to beat people up. You know? yeah, like, and I enjoyed that since the beginning. I just didn't really know I liked it so much. But at the same time, like, I reached a point after competing for so many years, like competed a Blue belt, won a lot of titles, and then getting to Purple belt where I wasn't feeling very like motivated, like I didn't have anyone else with the same thought process as me okay. anymore. Then I decided to make a switch. But once that happened, I didn't like it. Like mm-hmm. I went to a gym with great instructors, like great training partners, people who win many titles, but the environment wasn't the same as back home yeah you know so even though I was having like a physical hard time even maybe a technical harder time mm-hmm. I didn't feel as comfortable as I felt back More really because of an like opportunity and how my life was going on like when I came to the States it was not like I had the chance to work with Jiu Jitsu I was just a purple belt I was 18 years old yeah. and, like nowadays it's easier like if you know the right people and have the right people next to you you are able to make a living more than a few years ago, I'm sure, yeah. it's, not, it's not my time, but you hear people, like, I'm not even saying that long ago, like 10 years ago, like, the person who was a black belt had a way harder time to make a living than I do now, and Definitely. it's a process. There's jiu-jitsu, more opportunities Yeah, and jiu-jitsu time keeps on. on growing, like, yeah. whoever is a black belt 20 years from now is going to have an easier time than I do, because mm. more and more people know jiu-jitsu is, more and more people will want to do jiu-jitsu, so... When I made the final switch to join Carson Grace, which is the team I represent now, was based a lot on the person who brought me in. It was not even the team that much. My professor gave me my brown, my black belt, André Limon. I already knew him as a person before even thinking about joining this gym. And I had been to his place a few times to train. I knew his students. And I knew the environment there was really good. And that was something that I was missing. Like I was living in San Diego after being in Jersey for a little bit where I have some family members but where I didn't have any opportunity to do jiu-jitsu for a long time like yeah. I had to really work a lot of different regular jobs where it didn't allow me to train not even close to as much as I wanted
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then going to San Diego after ha- receiving an opportunity that didn't really like ended up going through the way I expected
0: Yeah,
1: having that backup plan or, and having that opportunity to go to my professor First, because of how I felt there. It wasn't because, like, I thought there would be a million training partners for me to go hard. It wasn't that. It was because how I felt with him. Like, I could speak to him like a father, like, about openly what was my problem mentally. That's great. Like, in competition-wise, like, I wasn't feeling like I could achieve anything else. Yeah. And then having someone that understands you, and it's not just trying, like, just bring you up because they want that gold medal yeah. Like someone who genuinely cares about you as a person and yeah. really can help you achieve your potential
0: That's crazy. was
1: what made me go from thinking about quitting jiu-jitsu at purple belt like professionally and not really taking it serious to making it my whole life like becoming an actual professional and just doing jiu-jitsu so totally changed my life to to change teams so yeah like, if you feel like it can help you don't hesitate man yeah. you know like go for it. It's Definitely. nervous. Nobody likes doing it, man. like it's, yeah. it's, it's not you a like in your gut feeling, it's yeah, almost feel like you're exactly cheating on somebody, like right? Like like you like have to go tell them, you know, it's not a good, it's not good. The first time it happened for me, like, back when I, when I, when I just mentioned, I cried, man. My teacher yeah. cried, and like, yeah. it's, you, because Jiu makes you build such a strong relationship. Yeah, but like a second father exactly, to you, almost, right? Kind of like how so you put it. It's, it's my experience. Yeah.
0: You know what I, I, I really value how you, you're you very honest about that. You put it in a way, Alexandre, where you realize that the first person really who's going to help persuade you and make that decision is, is the coach themselves, mm-hmm. right? And man, I can't, the, I, 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 I can relate with you like tenfold on that one. The first day I came into uh, you know Pedro Lott's gym here uh-huh. at Frontline Academy in Sherwood Park is uh, when Pedro just sat me down and he's like, yeah, tell me your story. He's like, tell me what's going on in your head. And we talked like right here on the mats mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. right after class. And it was, it was the ability that the first day he met me, uh, obviously knowing and seeing me around tournaments and, and getting an idea of knowing that yeah. this guy always competes against my uh-huh, guy. Yeah. But he sat me down and he gave me the benefit of the doubt and he listened from where I'm coming from. And just like to your point about how I needed personally, and maybe not everyone feels this way, but I needed to personally find a connection with him as a person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with him as a coach. Because I realize, and you must testify to this as well, as much as it's just us going out there on the mats and it's martial arts, and we're fighting, and it's an independent sport at the end of the day, it's just as much of a team sport behind the scenes, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, right? And, night.
0: you know, the, the first and only person who's really going to carry that weight and, and really see the potential in you is your coach, okay. who's rewarding you those stripes and who's, who's letting you know, hey, like, you're... You're ready to go to world. Mm-hmm. You're re- you're ready to take on this competition. Okay. You know, come join the team, mm-hmm. and who takes that extra initiative to, because it's time. It's time out of their day,
1: exactly. right? Any any Standard coach, is effort, yeah, yeah. Any
0: any coach can come in here, teach class, and then go out that door the moment it's done. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, it's guys like your coach and and, and Pedro who really instill. Uh, you know the, the, these these characteristics that are just in their innate nature, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Where they're a coach before they're a competitor in that
1: mindset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: right? And they take on the ownership of that. Yeah,
1: title. like I feel like there's people who are, it comes from being passionate, I believe. You know, yeah, like the, big more, time. the more, the more sport is the only way out of like the scenario you're, you're born in. Like yeah. you don't have many, many others, many other examples. You know, so like my goal is not really like with those like, to give an example, is not to teach the Jiu-Jitsu on that day. Of course, if they learn jujitsu that I'll teach, that's great, you know, like, I'm glad. But I want to try to, like, uh, plant a seed, like, plant a dream. And, like, if a kid has a dream, doesn't matter where he comes from, he's going to work as hard as possible to achieve that. That way, like, talking about Brazil, he'll stay out of trouble, you know, he's not going to relate to something that was maybe previously normal for him, like, seeing people doing, like, committing crimes totally. and stuff like that so yeah. like, like if you can like plant that dream and the most people the better you know yeah. like we are giving be, them an outlet yeah right? exactly and it makes a better society I mean like the whole world changed jiu jitsu. So we would be in so much more peace yeah you know? totally, everybody yeah. would be chill yeah. you know we would have something to relate to the other you I know? Agree. That's something I love about jiu-jitsu is it doesn't matter where you come from what you do like regardless especially if you're not a competitor like regular people come from any kinds of ways of life, like yeah. doctors, police officers, all of it, yeah. Poor people, rich There's people. There's a system in place. Doesn't matter exactly, and you start relating. Like you get to find stuff out that you maybe would never find out just by talking to someone. Yeah. That maybe you'd never come across if you yeah. wasn't for jujitsu. So Absolutely. It's something I, I enjoy a lot and Definitely. getting to know new people. Like now that I have the chance to, to travel a lot more, like I traveled literally travel the world. Yeah, meeting everyone. I get to see like how people live just based on where they come from. Yeah. So that's really amazing like we're all dudes, we all have like similarities when we're on the mat, but everyone's going to act different just where they are. Yeah. And you start seeing that we're so different but at the same time we're we're so much of the same as yep. well and it's cool man, it's cool to see like how many different people that think completely different than me yep. because of where they're from relate to me just because of the sport. You yes, know that okay. it's not even that big compared to like football or baseball or whatever like it's a new sport if you compare it to like some other stuff that have been around forever it's
0: getting cold out there guys the temperature is dropping the leaves have fallen and the snow is coming well it's already been here don't worry though the crew at Lux Market have you covered sweater in fine cashmere and merino wools from brands such as Hugo Boss Armani and Grand Sasso coats and jackets from Belstaff, Montclair, and Michael Kors. You can get all of your cold weather gear at LuxMarket.com. For those of you who don't know Lux Market, that's L-U-X-M-R-K-T.com. It is Edmonton's premier menswear consignment store. So those brands we just talked about are 50 to 90% off their retail prices. Not only can you get the very best in fall and winter gear, but you are getting it at the most amazing prices. The best part is guys, LuxMarket.com is an online store. So you can actually buy the clothes you need right now. No matter how much time it takes, within a couple of days, your purchase will arrive right at your door. Head over to luxmarket.com right now. That's L-U-X-M-R-K-T dot com. Pause this video, check it out, and come on back to check out the latest and greatest on the second floor. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing, man. No, oh it's really neat, direct, right? It's like,
1: community, really. That And that's exactly what I was going to touch base on, yeah. is
0: the fact that Anybody can have some sort of community system in place, whether it's going to church, going mm-hmm. to the temple, mm-hmm. you know, believing in a higher faith and power, whether you're religious or not. But I find that no matter who you are in life, that's what jiu does for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, what you touch base upon, it makes me visualize in my head how jujitsu teaches you like everything you need outside of the mat, mm-hmm. where it encourages that, hey, if you want to get better in life, have a coach, have a mentor, Mm -hmm. have somebody watching over you. Know on the second end that, okay, well, have a team in place. Have certain people, kind of like how we talked about, you know, maybe there's a gym that's gonna have teammates you're gonna vibe with Mm -hmm. better than others, Mm -hmm. or or they're gonna be on the same frequency, whether Mm -hmm. they compete Mm -hmm. often or not. Mm -hmm. But you're gonna have a group of other people who are going through a similar process as you. Mm -hmm. And then also knowing that, okay, well, in my opinion, I believe the whole ranking system is great because it shows you where you're at it shows you where you can go mm-hmm. and, and it also. It,
1: it gives you the goal to work towards. Is totally, also, yeah. It gives you, you know, the goal. Sees to work you the, it sees you like reward. It's so like a, a little bit of a reward too. Like you, like you put in the work. You, yeah. You're promoted by. Yeah. And there's a level of patience behind, behind yeah, it. Yeah, right? a lot. Like Lots of patience. You just got to, that's what I said in the beginning, you got to keep going. Yeah. You, know, you got to keep
0: going. And that's what's beautiful is like if you're. If you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, I mean, these are, again, similar characteristics that you need when you're going through that schooling process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you're in the grind for so many years, yet the reward is once you're out, you're ready. You know, there's a reason why I see that they put certain professionals in the capacity of taking that long to learn, Mm -hmm. just like what you did to. Mm -hmm. Because once you get to that point, kind of like how we talked about uh, off-air that first day we met, was when you were saying how, you know, don't look at the journey of getting the black belt like you're a pro athlete. Look at it like you're an amateur. Yeah. Like you're an amateur athlete, and then once you get the black belt, that that's when a new exactly. journey begins.
1: Exactly. You know, because, because you're yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah, that'd be awesome. Because like of course it's important. You know, like the best you can make out of that journey, the better, the more confident, the more even opportunities you have, like the more you can keep, the more you can achieve. But you should just worry about. Seen that as experience, like if whether you're a competitor or not, like everything up to black belt is training, it's practice. You yeah. know, once you get there, it's almost like sign up to, to go to the NBA, like yeah. to a professional. So that's what really matters. Like of course, like going to college, like your grades up to high school, want you want them to be great. Yeah. But once you get to college, that's really like what's going to shape you into being a good professional. Like Definitely. you want to work your hardest there. So, it doesn't matter if you're a great champion of the lower belts, of course that's something you're going to work towards and you want to achieve that, but it also doesn't mean that if you can't do that, you can't achieve, that you won't have great success at black belt, man. Like, yeah. sometimes people, I can speak about myself, I had, like, competition-wise I had great success at blue belt, I really did. But then, at purple belt, I don't know, I won three tournaments in two and a half years. But. Even though I was feeling bad and low, and I had people help me come out of that, totally. inside of me, I always believed that once I got to the black belt, it could all change. Yeah, because nothing, like nothing is 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 for sure when you got a black belt, you know. And if you take it easier on yourself, it's a lot easier. Like, like I said, it's a long journey. If you start young, you have so many years to try to achieve more and more and more. That you just gotta try to really counterwind, man. Of course, you're trying to learn from your losses, but the more you achieve, the better. And you keep going, like mm-hmm. you don't stop competing until you don't you don't feel like it anymore. Like if you generally don't feel like doing it anymore. Maybe yeah, it's time yeah. to take a
0: break, do something or else. Look in the mirror, evaluate. Yeah, like or
1: like. maybe take a break and come back. Like it just can be rough too. Like when you're competing constantly, you become everything that you becomes a profession, a job. You're gonna get tired of it sometimes. Yeah, I love jujitsu so much, but sometimes I don't feel like waking up early to go teach. Yeah. but I still do it. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it is my Part job. It. So yeah. it's just something you gotta push through. But that's the thing. Like, just keep going and training as hard as you can, learning as much as you can, and enjoying the process. Like of becoming a different person in that process. Like learning new techniques and totally. learning how to face things better. Or learning how to how do you, how your body works your mind works because yeah. once you reach that professional level the room for mistake is so much slimmer that like is. if you are a competitor in the high level it's so hard really to achieve stuff that knowing yourself knowing your flaws and knowing your, your strong points will help you focus on that like mm-hmm. if i know that i have to wake up three hours before my fight and eat a banana with coffee it's a ritual, man. You do that every single yeah. time without like, even thief. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like I have stuff like, for example, training. I do it all. The time. Every belt is really hard. Like I find purple belt harder than black belt. Yeah, yeah based it's on my experience. Top top belt know, so like, far. <laughs> you have more people. You know, like it's, there's a lot more people that are purple belts than black belts. So yeah. competition's huge. Sure. And like some people are already purple for a while and they're professional athletes. Yeah, and you have people who like to train they're really trying to be professional but maybe they still go to college or they're going to school that's or they have a job or whatever and then you're you're matched up with the same people it doesn't Definitely. matter you know but doesn't mean that if you're not having great success that if you don't keep going once you get your black brand you have the chance to put everything in you so you won't be able to succeed yeah you know so that's how i see it. like trying to get the pressure off yourself yeah you have to, it's something my coach says like he didn't want me to take too long to get my black belt. Like I, t- I stayed two and a half years of purple and then only one year of brown. Oh, like, okay. I didn't win world, I didn't win... I won a, few, a lot of The sooner you get to the professional level, which is the black belt in Jiu Jitsu, the more chances you'll have. Oh. Uh, the more chance you have to try. Definitely. Both, like, you have more... Well, Certain world championships you yeah. compete, you have more opens, you have yeah. more everything Your reputation will be yeah. able to
0: go at a higher level much quicker. Exactly, and, level and you have to,
1: like more chances to learn. Like sometimes, like waiting too much on the belt, and oh, I don't feel ready. It's only gonna make you doubt yourself more and more and more. Like maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I'm not. Ready. You never yeah. feel ready, man. You never yeah, yeah, you never will. You know, yeah, like, it's true. So like the White Belt asked me when, like, if, if how long should he wait to compete? I'll tell to do it as soon as possible because yeah. the less you know, the less expectations you're gonna have. Exactly. The less expectations, the more relaxed you're gonna be, you because know? totally. you have to be relaxed. You're gonna be nervous regardless. So the more you try to relax and calm down, the better. The same for black bell, you know, it's almost like being a fresh white bell who just started competing. Yeah. You have to relearn the game. Like how do they play, like how do they not let anyone score and how do they think, how confident they are, like confidence is it's huge in every single competition, but a black belt even more. Like, if you let thoughts, bad thoughts, come in your head, and just like I said before, and you believe on them, Yeah. If the other guy is a true professional. He's not letting those thoughts get in your head, and it's almost like, like a prey. Man, like they can tell that you're having oh a yeah, I can tell right because away. I can tell as well. I man, like I can tell on someone's eye if I'm fighting against them that they've like they've broke. They can read those emotions. They, yeah, they're yeah. like they start breaking down. That makes me feel so much stronger and then yeah. it's over. That's when you know, know you beat up. Yeah, it's right? exactly like you feel them giving up or you feel them frustrated. Jiu Jitsu is a very mental game, man. Yeah. Like you have to be smart when to play your, your, your cards, you know, you've gotta know how to wait because you also need to preserve yourself. Like you can go crazy all the time, you know. You can try to rip everyone's head off, that works to a certain level. Yeah. But there will come a point where the guy's so good they won't be able to just run through them. That's what I'm learning now. They're gonna wait and they gonna get your, like they're gonna get you after yeah. you know, so that's, that's the a thing. Very good point. Like just and then once you get your black belt, just like I said in the beginning of Blue Belt, exposing yourself. Yeah. Competing as much as you can, you know, yeah. having the chance to compete with different people, like going to other places and seeing how jiu-jitsu is in each community. Like that's I really enjoy that a lot seeing how from state to state or country to country, how people see jiu jitsu and how much effort they put into jiu-jitsu, how much they invest, how much time they invest. Totally. you know, how much they on their own travel to other places to to improve their, their competition game or their their training, everything, you know, yeah. So it's how And
0: that's the neat thing, right? Is you're seeing all of this at such a young age and at such a high level that you are at now, mm-hmm. right? And because I find you're able to do that you have a competitive advantage where I, I love how Pedro puts it is like you're the next generation mm-hmm. of even you know the Carlson, yeah. Tracy lineage and, mm-hmm. and as well as just in jiu-jitsu in general because you still have so much time to compete and to continue to build your reputation yeah, and I want to know I mean if it's something that you could be a part of or, or for you to just state right now where do you wish Alejandro for jiu-jitsu to be in like five to ten years like what are some just differences or like new outcomes you'd like to see the sport be involved in, uh, especially when you're going to continue to have a huge mm-hmm, stake mm-hmm. in where it can go.
1: Man, like something I w- that's already happening and it makes me very happy is like literally the money has being invested in jujitsu. So, like yeah. you have more and more tournaments that now give you like a, a award, like a totally. reward for all the work you have on and like. It's, You're paying the fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't make anything and it makes it a lot harder because then you have to rely on just sharing what you know. Total. Both in like where you live, teaching classes, teaching privates, but traveling and teaching seminars. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Like it's, it's already happening. Like Jiu is it's it's going through such a, a big change where more and more people know what it is, then more and more people are willing to invest money into it. That's true. Well B- not in tournaments a lot like there's so many more tournaments that now pay prizes in, tra- in, in federations where they have their own ranking that also pay money that motivate you to travel and compete and go around search for those points because you know you can be rewarded for that mm-hmm. and uh, in the meantime you're gaining experience and you and at the end of the day you're doing what you love because jujitsu is a sport that you have to do because you love it you know like it's not like Soccer that you become a millionaire. You probably won't become a millionaire in Juice. So if you do it, it's got to be for love. That's yeah. what I tell everyone. It's too hard for you to do it if you don't completely love it. Yeah, you're not it. doing yeah, this to chase it money. Do- yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work like that, you know. So that's something I'm really looking forward to, like not just the money for me, but to make people really believe they can do it, like as a sport. And so other people who maybe doubt, like putting their kids on it or parents who have kids doing it but don't really support their kids, start seeing our support as a profession, like you can be a professional athlete in Jiu Jitsu because the more professional it becomes, the more people will want to invest to learn as well, because there's many ways of making money, making a living out of Jiu Jitsu so that's something I'm really looking forward to and that I'm being a part of like competing at the tournament, supporting the tournaments that actually invest, you know, the tournaments that are organized, that's our job to as, as competitors to be there. They're putting out a tournament and they're investing on us we gotta make the sacrifice to be there, yeah. Because maybe in a few years, like the kids won't have to make as many sacrifices because they have more chances. They'll be able to be there more easily. Like now, sometimes it might be hard. A lot of people don't have the support to even exactly. get to the tournament, where they might get paid back. But it's a sacrifice. is what I said about basing everything towards jiu-jitsu. Like my personal experience, like I got to a point where I can make my living and I can make money with jiu-jitsu, but. Yeah. It's not like I'm saving money in the bank, yeah. you know, I, everything I make is towards doing it again. Yeah, and competing and again, traveling, again. competing and competing and competing. Yeah. And it's building both, in the end of the day, it's what I love, yeah. that's why I'm doing, but it's also building up my reputation, my credibility for the day I want to have my own business, my own school, oh. have my own students that I can focus on, because yeah. that's also another avenue for you to make a living, and it's, it's great, because you will have the yeah. joy of passing on, doing what you love, and it's also a business in the end of the day. So, you know, it's what I am looking forward to, is how much the sport is growing. More and more tournaments, different places, more organizations. And the same organizations going to different places where you never even thought of Jiu-Jitsu would be a thing that are very popular. You know, like I've been to, I mean, a lot of places, and you see that even if Jiu-Jitsu is bigger or smaller in some place, Almost everywhere you go, there's someone who loves jiu-jitsu as much as you. That's awesome. So that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it helps for
0: competition. It helps for the love of growing the sport of jiu-jitsu yeah, in general, yeah. right?
1: And you can make friends too. Like Just because you like that, you end up becoming friends with someone that maybe you would never. And going to places you never thought of, like visiting countries because you made friends through jiu-jitsu that you maybe never thought of. I've been to Israel not long ago because I met awesome. people literally on. Like an open man at a tournament, wow. and it's it's really cool. Like having that connection and making friends for life. Like driving around the country, while I'm moving. I've stopped at random gym, yeah. And I I have made friends for my whole life. Like people oh, yeah. that just share the love of the sport and they're willing to help because they know how it feels. Like. So yeah. if if see a kid trying to make it, I'll, of course I'll make them the most I can to help them. Yeah. Not just with like helping them like, write their money or giving them something, but showing them that it's possible. You know, telling yeah. them it's possible. Because having the person have that desire is more important than maybe paying them to go to a tournament. Yeah. You know, it, They will find a way of doing that if they really love it. Definitely. So like, making them really love it. something I, I'm always trying to do. Like, Definitely. S- like make people believe and not give up. Because many times you will feel like giving up. Like throughout your career, both on the amateur career, like in your collar belts, mm-hmm. you'll feel like you give up a lot, and after you're a black belt too. And giving up doesn't mean just like stop doing jiu-jitsu, because once you're a black belt and maybe jiu-jitsu is is your, is what you do for a living, you probably won't stop doing it ever. Yeah. But you might stop loving it like you did, and just really like, co- go to like comfort zone, where yeah. you just teach and it's not really, it's more like a job. Yeah, right. and yeah, also like, Having constantly, having people who help you keep making you believe you can achieve more yeah. and more, it's really good, like I have many friends, most of my friends are friends, who are just so yeah. constantly telling them that they can try to do harder you know, and believe in yourself there's so much you can achieve, like it's limitless, man, if you feel good, like with yourself, there's no barriers, like you know, it really only depends on yourself. Like, you don't need to be at any level to become a world champion. Like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing you need to do before. But at first, like you to be a world champion at like GVF, in order to compete at that tournament, you need a certain amount of ranking points that you gain yeah. by doing smaller tournaments. Exactly. But you could never win a single tournament, just place enough to get points. You can go to the world championships and beat the best guys, man, and then all of a sudden you're a superstar in yeah. the sport, you know? Definitely. It's only up to you. That's something I always enjoyed in so, Like you don't need a big team like in soccer to sign you for you to maybe have some exposure yeah. and then you achieve. So no, it's really up so to you. But you can show yourself on that. Day, exactly. Sign up exactly. Day. Like if you sign up, your name's there. You do good. Yeah. That's it. You know. Exactly. And so it's it's I love that about it. That it's you need people to train with. They're um, they're they're very necessary. Both like. To make you better jutsu and to make you feel good about yourself, but on that day it's you against the other guy. Absolutely. Nothing nobody else. And I always love that Jitsu. Not because of the glory mine, but because there's no one else for me to blame if something goes wrong. Definitely. Something goes wrong, it's my it's it's you weren't what you get. You know? Like you get what you weren't, my bad. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like you put in the work you achieve it. You mess it up, you lose. And it's only up to you, man.
0: And you'll know in the training you put in, and the time and effort, the sacrifices you made, you know, the training every day. Mm -hmm.
1: And you're motivated to come back stronger, you know, and keep going, keep going, keep going, making yourself better, and you become a better person, and doing, like, you stop worrying, like, you're so focused on achieving your goals and training hard, you stop worrying about a lot of bullshit we end up
0: worrying about
1: in life, like, you start Getting away from people who maybe are negative that you not never even thought of that that way like friends you have that you thought they're really nice but you start showing them like the passion you have and maybe they're they're like not a good influence I'm not saying yeah. like there could be bad people like but we have we all have many friends who are like are goalless like they don't have stuff that they they strive for that they desire and like walking around those people will make us feel comfortable having the same thoughts and That's then true. once you start experiencing being very driven towards something and just meeting people who are just as or even more yeah. driven than you, you don't want to be around people who who don't think like that, so not true. so much, you yeah, know, of course like family members m- might have a completely different life, but they're family and like, they still love you regardless of yeah. your choices but for me that was a lot like that, Like yeah. you start seeing Jiu Jitsu and I wanted to be around the more people who could ha- like. I wanted sure. to be around the most people possible that thought the same way. To I understand think. where you're coming yeah, from. Exactly. that's why you're able to make to a share. Connection yeah, like you won't you, right? you, feel, you want to feel comfortable even to share with someone that don't feel the same way, you yeah. know. And yeah, that, that's, for that's me it's like that a lot. Yeah, you know,
0: like that's the thing, right? Is I find with with everything that you mentioned. You know, you talked a lot about you know the current state. You know what what you see in the future and. I want to kind of pick apart Alexandre, uh maybe a moment in your past, just to speak to the audience about like going back to that moment where they feel like they want to give up or, or they feel like it's something where uh, they reached that plateau. And I and I want to know if you could share a personal experience. Maybe it's you know from what I saw online where you know you said that you had a time in your life where you got shot. you had nothing to do with mm-hmm. the incident, but mm-hmm. it was uh, something that you know you got dealt a wrong hand that day. Mm-hmm. And how that, if that was the defining moment that Mm -hmm. really changed your perspective on life and Mm jujitsu, or if there can be a time you're willing to share in your Purple Belt journey where you said things are so tough. And only because, like, we talk a lot about, like, breaking adversity on the podcast, Mm -hmm. too, where Mm -hmm. it's like we could kind of pinpoint and describe those details so people can uh, relate and hear what Mm -hmm. what you went through, but you still conquered it, and you're here today sharing the story.
1: So, for me, I have, like, two like, very delicate in the sense where like two points of my life that really made me realize how much this was important to me yeah. and how much I had to like, change my my habits at that current time in order to achieve it so the, before we go into the the shooting accident when I was a purple belt and like around 2015 I had just turned I don't know, I was just 19 years old yeah and it was the first time I stayed in the States for like a longer period of time I stayed there for four months I was spending some time with my uncle, and in order to really support myself over there, I had to re- get a job, like a regular job, I was working in a bagel store, and you know, I know how to crack an egg, open one hand because of that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's talent right there. So, I, at least I kept that. But, at that time, like, I was working a lot, and I was training only when I could. So, I was making money, but the money was useless for me, because... What was the money any good? Like, what was I gonna buy? Like, couldn't buy time to train jiu jitsu. I couldn't buy like the freedom to travel and do jiu jitsu. Like, I I wasn't feeling good. Yeah, so that made me realize that money doesn't matter. At least for me, Mm -hmm. like, I much rather do something that I like. And if I truly believe that, if you put everything into it, you will be rewarded in the the money aspect yeah. like for you like professional aspect a balanced balance uh, yeah like eventually. if you do it with passion the money is a consequence i would always tell that if you do it well done if you do it because you love the money will come you know awesome. so that was very important for me it was an important time in my life i ended up saving money so i could support my career a little bit more i went back to brazil and stuff got a little better of course i did well many stuff happened but that was a point where at least my head started thinking more about, like, creating a role regardless of yeah. nature at that moment, mm-hmm. you know? And the other point was, like you mentioned, like, two years ago, I was in a festival in the street in New Jersey, and ended up being hit by a straight bullet on my back. Crazy. And it was five days after I got my black belt. Like, I got my black belt on June 5th, 2017, two days yeah. after my birthday and then I went to the attorney, and My family was in Jersey, like I mentioned before. They drove me up, I competed, and then when I came back, I went, ended up going out with my, my cousin, and it happened. And for, like, from the moment I realized what happened, like, that I was being rescued, all I could think, like, I didn't feel like I really was going to die. I, I'd say that it would be... A life career. That's all I could think of. Like, before I got to the hospital, that's all I could think of. Like, what is going to happen? And, like, what am I going to do? Like, there's a bullet on my back. Like, maybe I I can maybe not die, but it can leave me marks or it can make such a harm to my body that maybe I'll never be able to be the same. So that was something that I thought about a lot when it happened. And during the recovery time, like, I stayed a month where I couldn't really... Do anything like I couldn't walk very well because it would hurt. Like I couldn't sneeze, I couldn't cough. You know, like it was hard for me to ride in someone's car because just the bump of the car uh, would yeah. make me go in pain. So that period of my life made me appreciate so much more the simple fact of first being alive. You know, like be given another day is a true blessing. That. Sometimes we're in such a rush, man, with our lives that you don't even care. You know, like you wake up, you're already running. You're mad that you had to wake up when it's truly like something you should thank Good God, blessing, man. Yeah. Like you just you woke your day eyes, live. man. You're healthy. You can work. You know, imagine like you waking up in the bed and you're not being able to even move or like, having someone to help you, like go to the bathroom or totally. someone feed you. Like I didn't get to that point, but. I start realizing that life is so fragile. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're doing the right thing, like if you're not committing any crimes, not doing anything wrong, it can end. Yes. And it will end one day, but it can end sooner than you expect. Like we never, never think we never think it's gonna happen to us until it happens. Something like, like plane crashes, stuff like that. You never think it's gonna happen totally. until it happens, you know? So like having to literally look at my brand new black belt on my uncle's couch made me just wish so hard to just be able to do the best I could you know I didn't care much about anything else when I was thinking that I didn't care if I was going to come back 100% if I was going to come back with some problems from from the incident I just wanted to be able to try man you wow. know so it made me appreciate the simple fact of being able to chase my dreams it's and major. being able to like be healthy and that was something that thank God nothing happened like I, no bones were broken no organs were touched and it was right behind like me you know, yeah. like, you know like a few sin, like a few inches from my spine man you know like it could be something really bad so Scary. that like being able to come back perfect made me relax even like I, I started thinking that if I made it like if something like that happened and nothing worse occurred to me There's a reason why I'm here, why I'm chasing my dreams, why I'm going after it, so, you know, like, it didn't, it just made me more appreciative of the simple fact of being able to train, I remember, man. The first day i came and did like a, a easy roll after it happened it was the happiest day of my life yeah and i couldn't even do anything barely you know i was all out of shape with so much yeah, ice cream yeah. in my head so but just the simple fact of like being able to move around and do this like the sport that i fell in love with when i was only 13. it made my day so since that moment i just I just start appreciating it, man, like every totally. single experience too. Like, I love, I love living, man. I'm, I'm passionate about living. Yeah. So like that's something that walks with jujitsu. Like being able to travel and see stuff, like see different countries, see different ways of life. That makes me very happy. I like that a lot. Like I enjoy that a lot. So when that happened, man, I just start focusing on experiencing stuff totally. like i want to put myself out and experience everything i can See the world competition right? and traveling you know so that was something that changed my life for real And both incredible. in and outside of jiu-jitsu you know like just start enjoying more like mm-hmm. living like and also living in the present moment you know like we're like i said sometimes we're such in a rush that you're thinking a lot more about tomorrow's compromise. The of yeah, like tomorrow's Yeah, like the appointments you have, and the, I don't know, like the trip you're going to take next month or whatever, that you forget about the only thing you have, which is right now. Like yesterday, or like even the beginning of this conversation, of course, this is a video, but it doesn't exist anymore. It's totally. gone, it will never come yeah, back. Uh, yeah, exactly and tomorrow might never come like all we have is right now so if you can make the best of it every second it's going to be easier on you like if you're not stressed like crazy about what might happen of course you need to plan i'm not saying you're going to just live life a day at a time you're planning stuff like you have your goals you're working towards them but like this second section most important It's all that matters so you know? oh, like the making the best out of every second you have not just like in training but like Making the best out of everything, like trying to be in a good state of mind, like in a good spirit, happy, sharing like good energy with people around yeah, you, you mm-hmm. know, because that's in the end of the day what matters, man. You know, like when something when it's our time to to go, you know, like death or whatever, it's over, man. You know, like nothing, nothing will come with you. Absolutely. Only like the energy you're able to put out and how you're able to touch people and, and be a good person. So. For me man, it was something of course wasn't pleasant but I also didn't wish it didn't happen. Yeah. Because it made me a, 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 a more aware and like a self aware and aware of yeah. other people, like a person a better person. Yeah. In the end of the day. So That's so true. Yeah, man. Even you though it's what? crazy.
0: No, it's so true. Yeah. And
1: I wanna take the time,
0: Alexandre, to really recognize how you know, you're somebody who indoctrinates every characteristic of, of maximizing one's own potential. Mm-hmm, right. And, and I see that not only because you you've overcame one of the biggest adversities where you came close to, you know, either seeing death come closer or, or knowing that you may never be able to fully maximize your potential in mm-hmm, the sport mm-hmm. you love. But also just based off of your innate nature, right? And mm-hmm. I acknowledge you for uh, you know, being someone who's who's so young in this sport yet you're so above and beyond your years, Thank you. Right? maturity-wise and you, man. Ath- athletically you. too, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I want that for people to see that. Mm-hmm. At the age of now, you're 23. 23. Yeah. You're 23 years old, and and I hope you know that. I think the first day I, I, I met you, I called you professor, and you're like, yeah. oh man, don't call me professor, but but you deserve that title, Thank you, right? Thank Not because you feel like or oh, you're younger than everyone else or or mm-hmm. or any other reason, but because you've worked so hard to get to this point, and you're so wise at the same time and mm-hmm. it's it's something really beautiful to see. It shows people that age doesn't matter. Doesn't you know, matter, you, you put your time and energy and dedication to something, you earn wherever you are at in life mm-hmm. right now. Exactly. Thank you. I appreciate Yeah, no problem. It's an absolute <laughs> honor to have you on the show and, uh, you know, to kind of recap and get to the point now where I ask everyone on the show this. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that When someone comes on the show they already indoctrinate the values of what it's like to be on the second floor and that's truthfully uh coming from in my opinion the ability to be kind of a a step above everybody else Mm -hmm. right so you indoctrinate these values where you know you're you're higher level thinking you you consistently um think you know what's beyond whatever you're doing right now Mm -hmm. and uh, i want to know what you believe uh, it takes for someone themselves to be on the second floor if after listening this they're inspired Mm -hmm. or they are a jujitsu athlete or
1: just anyone in general Mm -hmm. what do you how do you define it and what do you believe it takes to be on the second floor passion man passion for whatever you whatever you believe whatever you love you know like there's a difference between loving something and being passionate about it like in my case jujitsu just like i love it but in my opinion what takes me to like second floor level, yeah. you know, or yeah, highest yeah. level, yeah. is the passion I have because it's gonna make you commit to a point where that's the center of your life and everything's gonna be based on that. Whether if you love something but you're not passionate about it, maybe that will kind of come, like, you'll you base your thoughts more into something else in your life and that would be like a second plan, and it won't be your yeah. priority. Yeah. So for me, like, being passionate and, like, about what you love mm-hmm. and being passionate about the goals you have, the dreams you have, making it will make you work hard towards it, you know. And just appreciating like the good moments, you know, like with good people, like that's one thing I try to do a little more. Like I enjoy being around people who make me feel good. So like that's even something I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but that makes me feel like I can achieve more, you totally. know, because you you you're getting a you start. Being yourself around people who genuinely like you by the person you are and what you are, you feel more confident to even work harder and become a better version of yourself and improve in more aspects. So, yeah, I man, just being passionate about whatever it is. Like, like I said before, like if you don't have a passion, just try to try to think about what is your biggest goal, like or your okay. biggest dream. It can be anything. Like you don't have to do jiu-jitsu if it's not. Your thing, like, if it is becoming a great doctor, be passionate about it. You know, like, do it because you love, do it because you want to help people, or because you want to be the best at it. If it's jujitsu, great. I'll be happy to help. You know, if you are in Sherwood Park, come check Frontline out. They'll help for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's uh, my goal. And like, be passionate towards whatever is your biggest goal, your dream, because life will come, will come together. You know, like, that's one thing. Like, I'm young, but I feel like not I have an edge over anyone but i feel like i was able to realize that at a young age, a very young is that age yeah. if i can really like plan and work towards a, a goal that i have like hard you know like work relentlessly towards that
0: mm-hmm.
1: by being passionate it all comes along more Definitely. and more important than like reaching that end goal is all the stuff you live during that process of like Being so passionate that you allow yourself to experience, you know, like you put yourself out there, like not be afraid of like being on your own sometimes, or not be afraid of going to new places. You know, that's something. A lot of times we we're we're never exposed to that, so it's scary. You know, like new is scary. So like embracing the new experiences, being passionate. About what you're working towards, man. That would totally. be my, my my biggest advice. No, I love that. Yeah. And you're able to do all this because you didn't waste a single time on any bullshit. Exactly, right. exactly right. man. You no waste of time feel, and bullshit, yeah. exactly. you feel I on bullshit, man. Is that true? Feel the passion. Want to, like talk bad words on the <laughs> yeah, show. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's of what I mean. You know, like. No bullshit. That's all. <laughs> awesome. no, no bullshit, man. Just work towards what matters. Yeah. You know, like be around people who generally care and that you feel good being around. And and yeah, I man. Having like a. uh like I was lucky by my grandparents who raised me and always gave me a good sense of right and wrong. Awesome. You know like nobody needs to tell you. You shouldn't know that you have a good sense of what's right and wrong. You know nobody needs to tell you to go train in Jiu yeah. Like Nobody tells me to go train you I go train because I know it's right. You know? Like, why mm-hmm. do I train three times a day? I know it's right. You know, Why do I, if I have to, I'll teach private from 7 in the morning to midnight because I know it's right. You know, like why do I compete a million times a year? Because I know it's right. It just feels right when I'm doing it. Like when you know and you have that passion, when you or when you have something you love, you know what it feels right. And but we're humans, you know, me included. I'm not the best. Sometimes I know something's not right. Like for example, I love eating stuff that are not the best for (laughs) your body. You know, I do, man. I was fat when I started jiu jitsu. That's the biggest reason why I started. So I know that's not right. But sometimes we're gonna do it. You know, like you're gonna. Have like um, days where you just don't listen to yourself, and it's normal too. Yeah. You know, like it happens. But the more you start listening to the literally the voice in your head that tells you what feels right and what is right to do, the best. And if you're not yet to a point where you have that voice that tells you what's right and wrong, and lets you know, that you feel being right or wrong, Definitely. having people that like you and want to see you succeed will help you develop the like jiu-jitsu having a good coach he'll tell you you know because he's been through it yeah. and, he's, and he's seen people going through it that same same exact thing and so you know like listening to people is really good you know like a lot of times we don't listen like it's normal everybody thinks like you already know you already can do it or you already heard enough but no sometimes someone who's from the outside will have a, a different look or will have a different opinion that can help you big time there's many things that like I mentioned like the process is more important than the final result yeah and that the wins and losses are worth it after they're they're achieved my first teacher told me that when I was a kid and I thought he was crazy when I first listened to that stuff but living like living the experiences made me understand what he meant you know and that's something that after like not long ago like when I told him like well how did I how I feel like I I grew up because everything he told me back then finally made sense. He told me the experience li- needs to be lived, not told. You know, like I can't tell you like all my experiences, everything. Love it. You might be able to to relate and not even go in a bad path or or whatever, but you need to live your own experiences. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's what like nothing, n- like no books, no podcasts, nobody telling you. Will be, will be the same. You know, I can inspire you, I can kind of give you direction, but you need to live it, you know, so Total. just live it, man. You, you know? pretty much answered my next question. Sorry, No, 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 it's all good.
0: <laughs> lastly, I was going to say that if there is anything, because mm-hmm. you, you say that, you know, you have to live it in order to experience it. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say lastly, that if there's any other person whom you haven't mentioned yet, or, or a, a, an entity such as a book or a podcast mm-hmm. or any sort of... Uh, you know, thing that y- has helped you along mm-hmm. the way that you'd like to mention.
1: Man, I read a book called A New Earth from Eckhart. Ek- My God, it's gonna be hard. I don't remember. I don't know how to pronounce Eckhart Tolle or something. My bad. He's also yeah, nice. he's the same writer that wrote The Power of Now. Maybe that's oh, a more yeah, famous yeah, yeah. book. Okay. So the the A New Earth came a little after, and I'm about to read The Power of Now, and like. It emphasized a lot on living on the present moment, you know, and that helped me a lot, man. Like, alongside with my experiences, reading someone, like, actually describing, like, a little bit how maybe our head feels and how our head works, it helped me a lot, you know, like, that's, like, like, from that book, I really understood the concept of not having to relate with every single thought, because sometimes you have, like I said before, like a bad thought. And then if you don't know that you don't have to relate to that you think you are that thought and then you can even become a, per- a bad person but that you didn't have to totally. you know just because you end up believing in a thought that was just a momentaneous thought you know like we have bad thoughts I man all the yeah. time both in like in the tournament scenario you're talking about just like not feeling confident but like anything in life like we feel jealous man we're humans it's gonna happen but if we can like distinguish us like our our soul or our our conscience Mm are being aware of ourselves more than just the thoughts that pop in our head Mm -hmm. that's good you know and then also taking consideration the good ones like the more you can believe in the good ones and you're going to become those thoughts you know like you're going to create feelings towards those thoughts and will help in your life and yeah man i want to thank you for having me out like i hope People can can understand. Like I don't know if my accent was that thick, oh, or no, it's perfect. if they couldn't get the message through. Yeah. So I have, it's the first time I ever do something like nice. this. Nice. Well, you did incredible, yeah, man. Thank fun. you so like, much for being on I'm board. I'm glad we're com- we, we're able to do it here at Frontline. <laughs> yeah, Gym. Exactly what I wanted to Professor do. Pedro it's, it's been a great experience. Like I said before, like able to live this. Another example of someone that I knew, but I didn't know that well. That I allowed myself to live the experience, and I I I, I got a great friend and my brother you know that Definitely. i feel great being around just like you and a lot of people in this gym yeah so so yeah man thank that's all awesome. thank well, you well
0: thank you so much alexander molinero again guys number 11 in the ibjjf records soon to be number one very <laughs> soon here yeah, man, hopefully. <laughs> i i really appreciate you for being on and i'm sure thank you're you, gonna man. shine uh, an even bigger light on uh, what jiu is all about thanks brother. so Our thank pleasure. you so much brother awesome. thank you thank you everyone for tuning in to the second floor podcast This episode was actually brought to you by LuxMarket.com. If you feel like you enjoyed this episode, please go on iTunes podcast, give us a review, let us know what you think, and feel free to share this with a friend who you also believe would enjoy the episode.